Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. All right, so this should be interesting. Wendy and I are sitting right now at home. We're sharing a glass of wine. We're having a conversation. No, don't say that. A bottle. You're right. We're not sharing a glass. That was me. I'm, I'm a... Yeah, Truth be told, I didn't even think about it. It is no glass. It is no glass. It okay. Is a <laughs> I told you this was going to be interesting. So Wendy and I are sharing a bottle of wine, and uh, you should know we're just getting started on that bottle of wine, not ending it. But he, the conversation that we're having is really fascinating, and it's about, well, it's really about you, and it's about Wendy, and it's about me, and all of us. Have you given up on being the best version of yourself? And maybe I should say continuing to strive to be the next best version of yourself. We're going to talk about that in this episode. You quote that? Oh, yeah. All right. So, so no, I already, I, I, you already hit. I, no, I didn't hit anything, but I just was having like a, in my mind, I was having a private conversation with you off the episode. But it's still on the episode. It's still on the episode. Okay, I'm going to scoot a little closer to you. So we're both in good mic range. And uh, let's, you know, let's do this. This is actually really interesting because if you've given up on yourself, what happens, Wendy? Like if you've given up on being the best, this week being the best version of yourself, what's going on psychologically? Well, I just want to backtrack because what started this conversation was you mentioned that I can't believe like people don't think about self-care, can invest in themselves. And I said, let's rewind to when you had your moment and your moment when... Can I reveal? Okay, oh, so yeah. I'll do a little reveal. This is not something I was... <laughs> Damn you, Wendy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Truth be told. All right, this is not something I was planning on talking about, but screw it. All right. Um... When I got back from speaking at Business Mastery the first time, this is what Wendy is referencing. It was, it was like almost two years of, it was exactly two years of striving, pushing, innovating, growing, and coaching myself up and Wendy coaching me to eventually get onto that stage. And it wasn't easy. You but, were coaching so many other people too. So you were, you were the coach and then the one, the student, you were both. And you had to continue to park the hat, whether it was on your head or pass the hat on someone else's. And so it, there was a lot of yin yang being played in who you were and what you had to receive and what you had to do. And to add a little icing onto this cake. Butter? little butter cake. By the way, if you haven't heard the episode about butter cakes, you should go back and listen to that one. So uh, we're big butter cake fans, but let's stay on point before we get into butter cakes because it is my crack and I could get off track. So um, here's what happened. Yes. All right. So leading up to the Tony event, I, was, I had built a Team Todd uh, around someone that didn't develop. It didn't develop the way I wanted. And... So I went into that event without an assistant. So what happened was I was... The Swiss Army knife. I was the Swiss Army knife, yeah. I was handling all of the inbound messages and booking all my meetings. And I just, right after the event, 
did that for the next several months, but I burned out hardcore. And I started getting, it's not depressed. I was, I would say I was dry inside. Exhaustion. Exhaustion. You had exhaustion and it went on for a couple months. And so. And have you ever seen me go through that before? Never. We've been. And how long have we been together? 22 years and this has never happened. And I knew how high you were flying to be on that stage because as like a four-year-old Todd working the Palm Springs pool deck with your grandparents talking to every person you knew you would be on the largest stage one day. It was part of your soul's blueprint. However, I think that excitement, managing our own energy was just, it was a little over the top. And so after coming down, like the only thing I can equate it to is our wedding. You know, you plan for a wedding. The excitement is so amazing. And then you go on your honeymoon and you get back to real life. It's like, wait a second, just plan for eight to, you know, eight to 10 months or longer. And now I'm, I'm having to go real high and go real low. And where's the middle way? And so I think what started this conversation was we were talking about people that don't take care of themselves and continue to play victim role and yet they're they're not realizing that they can have this resourceful experience by people that are around them that not only are there to help but some acts of simplicity just add ice on your knee in the middle of the day you can't afford physical therapy while you have neighbors in the area that are well-versed in physical therapy and different healing modalities. So the interesting part of this was when Todd was saying that, you know, I don't understand people that don't do the self-care and such. And I said, but you just went through two months of, you know, hitting a really, really high high, and then you hit a low low. And so therefore, I understand people that go through this. And to be able to watch my husband, and it was a little... It was, uh, it was so different because knowing him, such high vibe, maximum effort every single day that it shifted. And I'm like, wait a second, where's, where's his fire? Where's his passion? He's been like so plugged in and now he needs time to recoil and replenish and reflect. And it took a couple months to get back to that. And we just have to, we just have to watch the waves that we that we surf because if we're getting too high in those waves, it, there's going to be a peak in a valley and that's really not waves. That's like hiking, but that's okay. I, you know what I love? I mean, you know, like when we lived in LA and people like mixed their fashion, like they were like plaid with something you wouldn't wear plaid with. And it like, was like you on the dog walks in the evening where yes. you wear pajama bottoms yeah. and like your U of a something. Yeah, exactly like that. Um, I like mixed metaphors and it works really well. It's interesting. And I was telling Wendy that I think there's a, I think there are a lot of people that could get stuck in what I went through and get stuck in that for for decades and not know that that isn't their peak state or their optimal way of living. And hey, can we spend a few moments, Wendy, just talking on about uh, your daily ritual? Could sure. we do that? Sure. Uh, by the way, I'm. This is my the beginning of COVID. Wendy and I've been together for forever. Like I don't know myself without Wendy, thankfully. And for 
I don't know, maybe 20 years or something. Let's just say 20 years. It's less than that. But I'm an averager. Wendy's an exactor. At some point, Wendy, when you figure out what I'm saying, just call out exactly how many years it is, okay? But for like 20 years, I was on airplanes. It felt like nonstop going to meet clients, to do interviews for the media. And I was probably home every other week. Is that pretty accurate? We've been together 22 years, and when we were together, you already were starting to travel like a crazy person. Yeah. It was just tra- I was just traveling a lot. And, you know, Wendy's got a really interesting routine that allows her to be her, her best self. And I think you're growing. Like, you haven't peaked your best self. Like, you haven't even come close to peaking your best self. So that kind of gets me back into the original conversation, which is, if you have given up on on striving to be your peak self, what does that say about you know you and where you're going with your life and so on? And as I was traveling all the time, I never got into Wendy's routine because Wendy's routine is it regardless if we're traveling or not, it's going. And I wake up in the morning and I get to see a routine master. And I'll tell you that at the beginning of COVID, it really changed my perspective on life and the daily rituals. And I learned a lot. And I actually flipped all of my daily rituals around to Wendy's time. And it changed everything for me. So if you wouldn't mind, Wen, could you show off your daily rituals? I know show off is bad. but Share. Share. But it's pretty impressive because... I think it's showing off because it's so impressive to watch you do it on a daily basis that it's actually life-changing. It's life-stabilizing is what it's doing. And when you would travel so much, my work, I don't travel for my work, but every day is a different day. Some days are 10 hours, some days are five hours. I'm in so many different locations for my clientele. And so therefore, one thing that is consistent is that I wake up at 4.50 every morning. I still set an alarm. Most days I, I wake up before the alarm and sometimes I'll just wake up like 4.30, 4.20 and get up. And most it. days, just because I know you're wondering, I just sleep right through it. <laughs> the alarm's quite annoying. But anyways, sometimes I'll enter a REM sleep at a weird hour. So I, I, I just know it, it, it just creates security. That alarm it allows me to let go. If I don't set an alarm, I don't let go because then I'm like surface sleeping knowing that I have to wake up at a certain time, but make the coffee or make the tea. And then I, I go out to the balcony and I it's dark and I take about 30 minutes to contemplate and every day the dog, Happy Hartley, wakes up five minutes into my routine every day. He just shows up after whatever time I wake up. So if it's a 4.30 or a 4.50, he comes He out. doesn't know because we never got him an Apple Watch. <laughs> and so he, he just, he comes out, looks over the balcony. We got some great mountain views and he looks around to see if he could see any friends. And then I just put my hands up so he can jump into my lap and we, we contemplate before I hit meditation, he's already jumped onto my lap because he has other things to do. But contemplation for 30 minutes where I just drink my, my coffee or my tea. I try to change it up, keep my body guessing. 
And then I just, I let my mind do what it needs to do. But then the next 30 minutes I hone in, I move the, the mug, I do my mudras, I create breath exercises and I go inward and I just have opportunity to listen to the divine and my messages and my download for the day. And I often have to write it down. And at what point does your really handsome husband make it out there? Oh, sometimes it's, so if I, I make it, it's, I, I wake up at four fifty generally, if not earlier. And then by five, I'm already out on the, the good, the good chair. Todd might be rolling in at five seventeen. He might be rolling in at five forty-five. It's different every day, and I hope that he catches me in contemplation and not meditation, because I don't want to talk when I'm in meditation. Contemplation, I can you know chit chat a little bit. He often tells me what he dreamt about, and it's often very significant. Damn right it is. In fact, last night both of my grandparents made a uh, special appearance. And they both look great. And they're in spirit world, yeah. your grandparents. So for them to show up in, in your dream time was very spectacular. Second grandparent sighting this week. Oh, yes, that's true. And then, yes, so then I leave meditation at 6 a.m. The dog gets walked for 20 minutes. Then I do an hour workout and then go to work. And so it's just, it's that day every day. An hour workout can be very different. It could be a... a Super amazing workout in the pool. I'm very vertical in the pool these days. I used to be more of a swimmer, but now I just really appreciate all the viscosity that the water gives me from all that resistance being more vertical. Or it could be a yoga practice or a weight practice or a long walk, but it just... But you keep your body guessing. It's it's carved. That that time is carved because from 6.30 to 7.30, I know I have to work my body-mind in whatever form that comes in. And then I start my workday with grace. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to... My well is full. And then I love the people. I, I see people in their homes, and then I see people at resorts, and I see... I, I, it's, you know, here what I see, I see somebody that's committed to being their best self every day. And at our front door, here's something you guys don't know at our front door, we have a plaque, but Wendy emulates this and she's been emulating it since way, way back in the day. You see at this plaque that we have at our door is an award that Wendy won in high school on her cross country team. And it is the Maximum Effort Award. And what I love about this, and I'll just throw it to Wendy so you're all going to know that I'm not BSing, (laughs) is when we walk in and out, when we walk out of the door, this is an out-of-the-door ritual I'm going to expose right here on this podcast. When we walk out of the door, we grab our keys. After we say, I love you, have a great day, what do we say next? We pat the Maximum Effort plaque, and it's like, Maximum Effort. And then it's what's so interesting that I feel that so many of us have like talisman, we have notes and quotes around, we have vision boards, and often we get so complacent. We see it, we see it in our subconscious mind, we're not paying attention because we're in our autopilot zone. And I tell you, when Todd like smacks the, not smack, but taps the maximum effort, he says, okay, when maximum effort, I, I, I'll say to him, thanks so much for reminding me. It's maximum effort. Don't take it for granted. And where, where I look at it, I'm always thinking, 
because I'm saying I love you and the way I'm going to demonstrate it when I step out this door is to provide maximum effort. And I love that because, you know, some people might be sandbagging their day, going through the motions, but I just committed as my last act walking out the door to you that I'm going to give you maximum effort, which allows all of our aspirations and our goals to be re-engaged and energized. The, the sandbaggers did not have good magnesium the night before. No, they sure didn't. Can you tell what I put up with around here? <laughs> this girl is for real. She keeps me honest. We get up and have our really powerful mornings. And by the way, if you can find maximum effort without doing any of what Wendy just said, God love you. But what I like about this is I get to burn off the a-hole in me before I get around anybody else. So I get to go and exercise. I get to tame the manic. And the rest of the day, I'm like, cool guy that's just... But not slow rolling. I'm not cool guy slow roll. No, don't want to be cool guy slow roll. I am cool guy on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I never thought about that. I love it. But that's how I feel. So listen, the reason I bring it up is... I want to make sure that I'm living the highest version of myself each and every day. And an easy litmus test to determine if you're still on that path and still challenging yourself to create the most out of this vessel that God gave you and your limited opportunity here on earth is to provide maximum effort and to ritualize your day so you continue to grow because I think once you stop growing, you stop living. And I like that whole process. In fact, the last thing, the first thing that comes out of my mouth at the end of the run is thank you for this opportunity to get this day right so I could take the next step forward in my life. Honoring the gratitude and already, I think the thank you is really about it's already arrived and you're already embodying it. And what happens, energy follows thought. So therefore, it all flows. flows. And I'm in such great appreciation of that with starting, starting the right way. And then when you start the next day and your energy isn't where that maximum effort needle needs to be, review the day before. What were my choices? What did I do? What foods did I eat? Did I share a glass of wine or did I have a bottle of wine? <laughs> yeah, or did, did I share a do bottle you, of wine? Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> <laughs> but just being able to reflect back and then extract from that reflection of what's going to make today a better day from yesterday. So honor our yesterdays, but invest in our tomorrows. Beautiful. Wendy does this, does this kind of a... A thing really well. So an example is she just encouraged us to think about the foods we ate when we are, and you know, like an hour later about how we're feeling in the present, what we ate and what created that. And I think that's something that you do really well. Like I've seen you explain this to friends and help them rewind what they just ate to determine if that item is serving them or not. But something tells me, and by the way, in, 
in 22 years, here's a topic I've never brought up, which is like major date night points happening right now on the podcast. And you know what I'm talking about. I know. I want to hear it. Hey, this is just me. It's just me having a conversation with the audience. I'm, I'm talking to them, not you. No, you're just not supposed to hear it. Okay. So here it is. At what point in your life did you make that connection and start rewinding how you were feeling based on what you ate a couple hours before? Oh, goodness. Fre- freshman or sophomore in college when I was running cross country, that my yesterdays were allowing me to compete well or not. The macaroni and cheese in the morning before races were really great, but put syrup on the pancakes and go race not working. So it just really gave me that optimal look at, I have to compete. And if I'm not putting in the right nutrients, my competition or my competitive self is not going to rise above if what I just gave my body is defeating. Yeah. That's super fascinating. Well, Wendy, thank you for doing me a favor and joining me on the Toddcast and sharing some insights. I know, by the way, can you tell people just the kind of awkward way that I'm sitting on the couch right now before we say bye for now. Oh yeah. Todd has a calf strain. So he is wrapped with some extra ice and then our couch has those like Netflix dips in it because it's, been but so div it. It's been so, it's been so comfortable over the years and we, we don't like to replace things until they've completely worn out. Okay. So we won't I didn't have, I didn't have a, calf problem until something happened last week. Tell the audience while you're here what happened, what was given away as a gift. <laughs> well, we we love the butter cakes that down the street our neighbor just creates well our yeah, yeah. former bartender neighbor created the butter cakes that are just like just skyrocketing everywhere. They're over-the-top little desserts that are fascinating, and we love to give them to friends for birthdays, housewarmings, coming over for dinner, bringing the butter cakes. And so when we bring them, and you're in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's 110 outside, you want to make sure that they don't lose their composure. So I was bringing ice packs out of the freezer, and I was low on ice packs, so I was using Todd's former calf wraps that when he injured his calf a couple last year, I guess it was. And so I thought I'd get them back and just pass over the buddy cakes, but people weren't, they were going to their kids' basketball games or soccer games. They needed they needed the ice packs, so I got rid of all the calf packs for Todd, so he had to order some new ones. But how long after you gave away my calf wrap for my injury last year, did I re-injure that spot? I think it was less than two days, less than 48 <laughs> hours. Watch out, Murphy. Because I apply maximum effort. <laughs> if you want to start applying maximum effort in your business and you want to learn how to use the power of video and really your cell phone and you create those videos through your phone so at a moment's notice in the middle of your business day, you can impact your deal flow. Like if you want to do that... And maybe you want to get comfortable on camera because not everybody is a total friggin' ham. I can teach you the secret because I didn't start off comfortable. I had to teach myself and I teach business leaders all over 
the US on these strategies. If you want to learn them, I'm doing a I'm doing my first of a kind boot camp. Never done a boot camp at this price before. It is the lowest boot camp I've ever done. It's actually three quarters cheaper than any boot camp I've ever done. If you want to get next level, you want to learn how to use video, you want to get comfortable on camera and learn how to flex your mojo in front of the lens, just go to toddhartley.com in the top nav. You'll see the tab that says Todd Services. And if the second one down is entry-level bootcamp, click on that. It starts really soon, like in the next week or so. And Wendy has some final things she'd like to say. Well, first I wanted to ask, why is it your lowest price bootcamp? Oh, I think, I, yeah, I think this is a golden opportunity for people. Video is so crucial right now that my normal prices feel like I'm only servicing enterprise level businesses. And I see such radical change, like Hikas Kim, I see such radical change from people that go through my boot camps that are on a very large level, meaning they're selling like, you know, millions of dollars in a year. And I see people that are at a, a, a lower amount that are using my strategies and crushing it. And every time I get off the Tony stage, I get like an avalanche of people sending me notifications about how valuable the training was that I just said, you know what, screw it. I want to help as many people as possible. I want the opportunity to train them to prove out that these skills work. And I already know, because I've seen it in my business and my clients, that what I can train you in really quickly will impact revenue and deal flow. It's actually going to do three things. It's going to help you access prospects, achieve influence, and of course, the most important one, accelerate revenue. To learn more, just go to toddhartley.com, look at the top nav, look for Todd Services. It's something like that. And click on that. And the second one from the top is about the entry-level bootcamp. Sign up. Let's start working together and take your business to the next level. And I'm going to teach you your rituals that you need to be doing with video, just like Wendy does. So you could start applying maximum effort while getting maximum ROI in return. On behalf of Wendy, Todd, and who's our furry friend? Oh, Happy Hartley. He's very nearby. And it was so great because the summation was, I'm like, maximum effort. Let's just all look at our lives, take time to slow down, to reflect on what's working and what isn't. And then we course correct. And it might be very a slow course correct, something that's just small things that you incorporate into a, a daily five-minute ritual that builds on itself and becomes an hour or two hours in a day or split up throughout the day. But it's just so important that in order to stay grounded in this wild ride kind of world, we have to make sure we're investing in ourselves and filling our well because we can only share what we have within. Beautiful. She is one beautiful girl, and I am a super blessed man. She's Wendy Hartley. I'm super blessed. Damn right. <laughs> what am I going to do, argue with that? No. Not at all. Wow. No, well, we got, we've got a good thing. By the way, this last week was our 22nd anniversary of being together. Well, I love I you. I prayed for you. I prayed very hard for you. I know, and I did too. You prayed for you too? I prayed for me, and I prayed for you. And we're praying for all of you that are listening. Thank you so much for joining us. By the way, this, just so you know, this is not a work day. This is a Saturday night where we're drinking a little wine, enjoying some time with you. And hopefully, 
impacting you so you could continue on being the next great version of yourself. Woohoo! Peace.